Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord <laughs> daily with you. Good morning, you guys. I think I chewed on my tongue right there. My <laughs> goodness gracious. Anyways, we're picking up with day two of our devotional, the Bible app, titled The Mind, Mental and Emotional Health. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Romans chapter 7, verse 25, and it says this. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, I'm a slave to the law of sin. The devotional is titled Our Thought Life, and it says this. All seeds of thought produce a tree of a result. If those thoughts are rooted in aggravation, then a tree of aggravation springs forth. And the same will be true with depression. I remember that during the years I struggled on and off with depression, I would purposefully think thoughts that made me depressed or would allow myself to dwell on those thoughts, never knowing that I was producing my own tree. For some reason, I couldn't connect the dots. I was blinded. When I was driving along in my car, my mind would grab hold of negative and depressive thoughts. My mind was attracting these negative thoughts until I found myself being agitated and aggravated and a cloud of depression would begin to hover over me. And yet I had no idea that I was the actual person manufacturing this cloud. I struggled for a long time until I found a way to get out. It was my desire when I got out of that ditch to help others find the way out of the same ditch. You cannot choose your circumstances, but you can choose your thoughts. Emerson said, a man is what he thinks about all the time. You would be shocked if you could record your thoughts all day and play them back in the evening. You would be shocked to discover that the thoughts that you gravitate toward may be the very source of many of the problems in your life. Some shots fired right there. <laughs> Norman Vincent Peale once said, A man is not what he thinks he is, but what he thinks he is. Marcus Arnelius, a great philosopher who ruled over the Roman the Roman Empire said it in eight easy words. Our lives are what our thoughts make it. If you don't like your life, examine your thoughts. He also went on to say, the soul is dyed the color of its thoughts. What are you coloring your life with? Are you coloring your life in pale shades of gray and black and dismal dull colors? Or are you coloring your life with a rainbow, joy, health, excitement, enthusiasm, optimism, and goodwill? It's up to you. I have always enjoyed how one of the modern translations explains it in Proverbs 4.23. To be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. Today is a good day to begin to redefine and reposition yourself through thinking good thoughts that spring forth from a relationship with God. Yeah, this is so good. Mm -hmm. This one, just like the last one, hit very close to home to me. Um, and I loved how the devotional started off by talking about how all seeds of thought produce a tree of a result mm -hmm. because it can be so easy for us to minimize something as simple as a thought yeah. or it was like, Oh, I was just thinking, I was just in my head. Oh, I'm just, just trying to figure something out or, Oh, I just fire whatever. It's just a thought. So you can't always see the negative repercussion or consequence or action that follows it. You can't always see that right away. Yeah. But there is one. And the more that we stew on a thought, 
the more we spiral, we're watering that negative seed and we're giving it sunlight and it's growing and it will become a tree in our life that will be in our way. And then I think that's kind of the whole point is that like the, the biggest thing that I have going against me is me. And I don't know who else can relate to that, but I am my biggest enemy. It's not like, honestly, I don't even think it's the enemy. Like I am my biggest enemy is me. And I get in my own way. I stumble over myself. I struggle with myself. I wrestle with myself. My issue is the man in the mirror. And I'm not even like, you know, it is what it is. But that's why this topic of mental health, of emotional intelligence is so important for us all. And me specifically is because I I wrestle with this. And I see the need to kind of, to not take these things lightly. Because I felt it when... I am, and it, it, I think I think the part that I'm, is I've just had a lot of different hardships in life. I've had physical hardships where I was in the hospital for o- almost over a month, and there is, you know, six figures worth of medical bills, and I my dreams are thrown away because the doctor said I can't play sports anymore, and I've also been on the emotional side where I've been heartbroken, where it leads me to a place where I feel so unworthy of being in a relationship and all this stuff. And then there's other stuff where I was failing at life in college where I was fired from my internship and I, like my car broke and then I was failing a class and I just, I hit my end where I, I was no more. And that's what led me to a really dark place, which led me to hitting rock bottom, which led me to finding the rock that I stand upon, which is Christ. And so I think because of all those different facets, I have just, I think that I've really found the importance of not allowing yourself to spiral because of a lot of the bad thoughts that I've had about myself and about life in general. And I think in those times, my thoughts would just go completely out of control like out of control. And that's what I was trying to hint at is that your thoughts are typically okay when life is okay. But whenever life is not okay is when your thoughts are going out of control. And that's when you spiral because now you don't have those safeguards of like, we're okay. Now you kind of balance a little bit. Like other things are going okay. So I'm fine. Right. But it's in the middle of that breakup. It's in the middle of getting that terrible grade. It's in the middle of getting fired. It's in the middle of going through a terrible health news. It's, it's in the middle of that stuff when it becomes so increasingly hard to take your thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ and really like, like not spiral out of control. I think that's what's so important this time is to us to, to start building the good habits of the way we talk about ourselves and other people yeah. and about our lives. So that way, whenever things do go wrong, Lord willing, they don't, but if they do, yeah. we are prepared through our actions and activities mm-hmm. to, to continue to paint things, not in a, um, not in like a, oh, everything's fine. But the thing is, is negative thinking is not going to help you. Negative talking is not going to help you in those situations. Mm-hmm. And so I do think positive thinking and, and, and talking can help you in those situations. So they may not get you completely out of that situation, but I do think that they're actually going to help and not lead yeah. you further into a place of darkness. Yeah. And God always, you know, like in those seasons, sometimes God doesn't calm the storm, but he can calm you in the midst Mm -hmm. of the storm. If you are meditating on his truth and on who he is. So there's a book by Napoleon Hill. It's called, um, it was 
written forever ago, like 1930s, Outwitting the Devil, The Secrets to Freedom and Success. And it literally talks about how the enemy, if he can get you to stop thinking about what you're thinking about, how he's got you. Um, One of the quotes is, your only limitation is the one in which you set up in your own mind. And this whole book is really cool. I heard uh, John and Lisa Bervere talking about it on one of their podcasts. And it's like this conversation that he's having with the devil. Mm -hmm. And the devil's kind of telling him his like plan and his scheme to destroy countries, literally. And um, I just think it's very interesting that like this, I mean, he was one of the like big thinkers of the time. And he's like, we literally lose when we stop thinking for ourselves or when we stop thinking about what we're thinking about and how we set up so many blockades in our own life, literally through our thought patterns. And so how pivotal and how important this is. I mean, think about it. If it wasn't important, it wouldn't be in scripture, but it is all throughout scripture about how important it is to take our thoughts captive, to meditate on God's word, to write things down. So we don't forget like so much of our spiritual life is in our thought patterns. And if our thought patterns are not glorifying to God, if our thoughts are not meditating on truth, if we're not taking them captive, making them obedient to Christ, it is going to show through in our actions. And how can we be a witness to God's goodness in the midst of trial if we are only thinking Mm. about the negative? We're allowing the enemy to win when we think this way. So we have to get competitive with the enemy and say, no, not today. You're not going to win my thought patterns. I know where that train goes and it leads nowhere good. That's not the destination in which I am going towards. And so, no, I'm going to stop the train right here. I'm getting off. I'm getting a new ticket because the destination I want to get to is not depression, not worry, not anxiety, not frustration, not aggravation, not woe is me. Look at my circumstances. No, my destination is look at God's goodness. Look at God's faithfulness. He is here in the middle of the storm, whether he calms it or not, whether he pulls me out of the fiery furnace or not, he is here. He doesn't leave me. He doesn't forsake me. He has a plan and he has a purpose. And so these are the things that I will meditate on. I will meditate on the truth that God has me no matter what's going on, but you have the choice. I have the choice. We have the choice. What are we going to think about? What are we going to meditate on? What are we going to stand on today? Because it will dictate how we live our life and where we end up. And cut. That's that's a wrap on tour, everybody. We got exactly what we needed. We want to thank Tori for for coming out. That's a that's a wrap on her. I um, that's that was, awesome. That was a no, lot of words. In no, a couple no, that minutes. was first off. <laughs> it was like you're talking a fast forward, but a powerful fast forward, like a much needed fast forward. I think so many of us really needed to hear that. And and I'm not trying to be cliche when I say this because I think people over say this, but I do think chains will be broken from that. Um, and so if you're someone like me, maybe needs to rewind that and listen to it again, definitely encourage you to do that. Um, I had something I was going to say, but honestly, <laughs> I forgot it cause that was just awesome. So we're going to create that into a reel. <laughs> oh Want to phrase on help? I do. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are the rock in which we can stand on. We thank you for your word. We thank you that we can meditate on your truth. We thank you that through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can take our thought captive. We can make it obedient to you. 
Father, we pray right now for chains to be broken. We pray right now for those thoughts that the enemy has taken dominion over. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that he must flee, that he must flee in the name of Jesus. Those that are listening right now and they feel like this author felt, why am I spiraling? Why do I have these depressing thoughts? Why am I so anxious? Why am I so worried? Father, that we would remember the power of our thought life. Father, I pray that we would surrender our thought lives to you, that we would think about what we're thinking about, that the enemy would not have control, that you would have control. Father, we know that we can do no good thing apart from you. So, Father, we pray that we can walk hand in hand, step in step with you today. Father, we know the destination in which we want to arrive. Father, so help us not take the wrong train today. Lord, I thank you for this devotional. We thank you for conviction. We thank you for your truth, and we thank you for who you are. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. We now it's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Ciao, ciao, ciao.